just like that. And just it's Thanksgiving like that. Day. It's Thanksgiving Day, episode 75. I'm sick. Who would have guessed it? I'm always sick, but that's what the holidays are for. Yeah, if you have the day off, then uh, there's room to indulge the ways you don't feel well. There's room to be sick if you yeah. have the day off. We are watching the, uh, we thought about doing it live this morning, but this is a, this is like actually Thanksgiving Day. It won't come out on Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving Day, and yeah, our neighbors are playing live music upstairs. Yeah, it sounds it's like already, they're going to have like a, a Friendsgiving I hate, kind of thing. I'll just say it, I hate our upstairs neighbors. They'll never hear this, but I can't stand them. If they hear it, it, I can't will, stand be, them. it will be through the walls and not through the through waves what, of the internet. Well, I, ironically, right now they're giving us the pass to talk shit about them because I know they can't hear us. They were just blaring mm-hmm. Gangster's Paradise. So I know it's safe to say, I thought that was Dan Bilzerian on this t- TV, but it's some other guy. Sorry. Um, but it's, it's safe to talk shit about our neighbors right now as they blare music for their Friendsgiving Day. It's the kind of thing that makes me not want to have friends, if that's what it's like. They're, I wouldn't say they're passive aggressive. They're like, they're obnoxious. They're like passive existent. Like they, they'll just, you'll maybe walk. I'm going to sound like old guys, but they're obnoxious young people who are right. very entitled well, and don't realize that they're talking loud as fuck in our doorway and we can hear all their personal stuff. As he says that through the, through well, the they ceiling to the neighbors. Well, they can't hear because they're listening to music. That's what I mean. We're, we're, we're okay right now. They, uh, they are exactly 10 years younger than us, I think. So yeah, it is a little, little grumpy of us probably. We should be more thankful for them. I'm not being very serious. One funny thing I notice about American holidays, kind of all of them, is that movies and everything, they're all based on you got to get home for Christmas, whatever, you got to be with your family, and there's, uh-huh. a, there's a reason you, it's hard to or whatever. That's like every movie and everything, and everyone's, you know, like, it's just like the thing is like you got to get home for it. But doesn't that like, isn't part of that kind of just like nodding to that no one hangs out with their family regularly? Like most other countries have dinner with their family every night. It's only in America that it's like once a year. If you miss it, you feel very bad because that was the only time you were going to see your fucking family. I'm not saying it's a metaphor, but it's kind of like a narrative expression of uh, everyone hating holiday travel. Like that's Well, probably- but that's what I mean. The fact that there is holiday travel is kind of indicative of that in America, you like the design is you, you say goodbye to your family. You're like, I'm going away. I, I'm going to move away from you as soon as possible. Right, right, right. Other, other people other kind pl- of stay in there. Yeah. People grow up Towns with their family and, stuff, right? and their people around them. But in America, it's like, no, as soon as you can, you get out. And then you have to go back for holidays. And you feel guilty if you miss the one time a year and what you're supposed to see there. This is not the case for me, especially. But like capitalism for a, for a lot of people, it's uh, I got to I got to journey home epically to like check in with people that I escaped on purpose. Right. It's kind of part of it. Right. Exactly. If you left this place because you hate them, why ever go back? I hate where I'm from. I don't hate my family. If that makes sense. Yeah, I'd be down to have a holiday with my family. But it is, it just, yeah, we're spread out. It's too much work. Also, all my fucking notes are gone. Were they Thanksgiving related or? I don't remember. Well, I know that right after our last talk about ZocDoc um, and the screening, the superficial screening of potential caregivers, you have since gone to the doctor and had an outrageous experience that you did record. I did, but I, I don't even want to talk about it. I'm so, if you, I mean, I was sick like a month ago. It's, it's an endless uh, thing. And I, and I honestly, I don't, I don't want to talk about it. I'm so fucking annoyed with doctors getting butt hurt that I know I have a sinus infection or like being offended that, that I was, another doctor told me something. It's just like always this, these guys, they got small dick fears or something. Whoa, Rob Thomas is on screen. Old lady Rob Thomas just appeared on a green, 
an obvious. It looks like background. he doesn't have eyebrows, and then they like tattooed them back on. Did that is an old man thing when the eyebrows start to fade and you start losing your 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 um, saturation levels. Right. <laughs> That's not going to be good for me. That's all I have left is my brows. He's fading. Oh my god! All the pigments are <laughs> it's fading. showing Will and Grace like previous Thanksgiving Day, uh, them getting like rained on, being like two hundred feet in the air on this float. Now every everybody that now I'm starting to like this. Well, I started to mention, but like the original idea was perhaps we get up and live uh, podcast during the parade. So we're just doing a couple hours later. Yeah, we thought about I'm doing that. I'm really glad that. we didn't because this is mostly like filler and talking it's head recapping. stuff. It's... Also, I'm glad we didn't do it because it starts at nine a.m. I just watched a thing where one of the hosts was saying. It was like yesterday's thing. They're like, we're rehearsing for tomorrow. And remember, don't get here any later than 6 a.m. You're like, is that your thing as a family? You wake everyone up at 4 in the morning and go, we got to go to the Macy's Day Parade. I mean, for... You have to be there by 6 a.m. at the latest is what he said. And because there's 3 million people in Times Square or wherever the fuck this parade is just looking. I mean... So you got to get there before 6 a.m. I bet if you... That is hell on earth. I bet if you grow up here, if you live close by or in the city, you might go... At some point when you're a kid, you know? Once you go to pay the tax. But, like, but like that's hell. Shit, we got slapped back. Okay, we're back. Cha-cha. Sorry, computer problems, social issues. Hopefully these cameras are working. We are trying to do video things because we're trying to gain... We're trying to get some traction here, guys. We need you guys to send us to this new metal festival that's coming up. Um, we're going to start a, a GoFundMe for it because we need you guys to send us to see Corn. It's a, this is a real thing. We are really going to try to go see Corn and Incubus and Hoobastank and Alien Ant Farm, Cold, Orgy, all of them. In Las Vegas. And it's uh, called Sick New World. I was right. It is Sick, sick Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was When We Were Sick, but it's Sick New World. When We Were Sick. Once we were better. sick. Yeah, we are trying to do that. Also, well, um, speaking of which, I did pause this uh, while you were getting your nose during the slapback break. I paused this part of the Thanksgiving parade presentation because it shows a lot of old parade fanfare and festivities, like old, uh, old blimps, like black and white cameras getting yeah. old, like Popeye blimps that look like they could blow up and like take out a block or something. Like, Probably a few look, deaths. Like this, like, oh, yeah. Like 1930s. And, yeah, like, black and white. Donald Duck when Donald Duck was a different shape. If they don't, if they can't film in color, they shouldn't be building balloons that could explode and, and in theory, explode the whole town. If you can't film in color, that maybe the building is made out of like paper mache, and when that helium balloon pops, the whole town's going 9/11. Well, I'm gonna leave 9/11 out of this this example, but do you think it would have been cooler? I mean, look, tragedies, but we've talked about enough time has passed that we can talk about the kind of blockbuster element of it. So, like, would you rather witness eyewitness? From a safe distance, from a even if you were just a floating ghost, whatever, you could witness the Titanic sink or the Hindenburg exploding. I mean Hindenburg. One's a visual spectacle. One is it just disappears. Do you think the Titanic sinking? I would I would argue it was that so one dark. of the biggest movies of all time turned it into a three hour. They turned it into a visual spectacle, but I mean, like in the dark, I'm sure it was just like you can't really see what's going on. Okay, you get to watch the Titanic sink with X-ray with, goggles with, on, or with like good lighting. They fly in some big... X-ray uh, goggles. They fly in a lot of big ring lights. <laughs> um, speaking of tragedies and, and such, there's been a lot of, of, you know, there's always shootings and this crazy stuff. I'm sure there's many today it's that been, I haven't even seen, but I did think about... Yeah, there's a, there's a Walmart in Virginia. Yeah, and I thought about there's a strange... I don't know if it's an equivalency, but there's a strange uh, feeling of like... It used to be when you were... Uh, like the idea when you're young is like, I'll grow up and I'll show them by becoming successful and then it became like I'll grow up and I'll shoot them 
It's a very specific jump from like, you, people just giving up on the idea of success is my revenge and gone, I'll just do actual revenge. I mean, these are also psychos. I'm not saying that's a normal thing. I'm just saying it used to literally be, I'll show them and now it's I'll shoot them. Yeah, I used to think that I could show people by like, even if I was like a, a kid, I was like, I'll show them by like one day dunking a basketball. Yeah. It, it, was, it wasn't, <laughs> I'll show them by one day murdering them. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a weird thing, but I feel like... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's causing it. Maybe people need to get back into the idea that they could be a successful, famous person, and then uh, they'll be uh, they'll be whole inside as a result. Because which is the old American dream. We need to go back to make America great again. When when you believed being a celebrity would make you whole. Well, I would phrase it differently. Then we need to go back to make it to to make America great again. That's not my platform, especially. That's not the show. So let's make that not the show's huh? stance officially. Huh? 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 Do you hear that? The the one co-host here that is an avid Joe Rogan fan is undecided about is turning up president number room. 45. What else is there to talk about? Um, oh, it was Tim's birthday. King Tim the other day. Yep. He turned 40. Um, and he informed me that the... I didn't know this. The lead singer of Mighty Mighty Boston's has been the voice announcer for Jimmy Fallon for a decade. Right. I that, did not know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't know that but at also, all. And that's I, fucking hilarious. I don't... This is well documented, but I don't, something. I don't, you don't either have any patience for Jimmy Fallon. So I haven't, I seen, can't stand Jimmy. I haven't Fallon. seen the program. So maybe that's why, but I just like, I couldn't believe I was like the guy, the mighty, mighty Boston singer has had a good job for the last 10 years and just left abruptly. Cause he, I guess he's an alt-right pro Trumpy freak guy. So mm-hmm. he oh, got a second chance odd. at life, a truly a second chance in the, in the entertainment industry. And you walked because you don't want to get a vaccine. Well, I do want to, I do want to. I do want to keep tabs on people that seemed okay and then have lately shifted. They've lately shifted. Well, like, so Rob Schneider didn't shift to, didn't go MAGA until like the last year. Yeah, yeah. Like it way wasn't during the, the Trump. Game. It wasn't. It, it shifted because he's a fucking. Because he's because he's weak. Because he's like people like that are like they're joining a team but when, weird, when they don't have to even take heat. What for weird it. timing that like it, it wasn't shameful timing after the presidency and during the not going to happen next presidency like it's it's a weird time to like when it's weaker than ever to or maybe jump, rob schneider's in. been calling in fox every day and they just won't take it until they've run out of guests two years in they go okay now we'll put schneider on but Let's back to schneider dickie on. back to Bo- mighty mighty boston singer right. I, I started looking him up as a result of going what else has he done and he hosted some radio show in tucson or somewhere okay. and he left under mysterious circumstances is all that was listed and i go okay maybe he's a problem starter maybe dickie whatever is a problem starter I would say so. I would say that, like, if you're... Uh, but he's never had to knock on wood. Wait, a, a punk musician from Boston who seemed like he was 40, 30 years yeah, ago? Yeah, like, <laughs> his first yeah. His first head, he was, sure he's like, a bad man. I'm sure he's a very bad man who somehow got his way onto... So we're saying goodbye to Dickie. You gave us one song that was a hit. I am interested about... Oh, wait, they had two songs. What was the... The Rascal King. Not Brandon according, likes the Rascal according King. To they don't. Brandon likes the Rascal King. They have exactly 99-ish percent of a pretty good song. Let's go. But I don't fully endorse that song. I think I enjoy hearing it, but it's not... I'm not going to pound the table. It's a taboo topic. Hmm. I just read an article uh, where someone was saying, I haven't had sex with my husband in six years because of whatever, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And I guess maybe the reasons matter. Maybe he's in jail. But there there was some, some, some complaint about how we never have sex, and I just thought about, like, well, what if... What if you're both hideous? What if no? Like it is true that some people like we like a, a like a mutual we'd rather not. Yeah, like That's like it's not it's not it's insane to say that everyone 
is incredibly hot and there and like it's, I do believe everyone deserves love and deserves these g- good feelings and pleasure and things, but I don't think everybody based gets on that. appearance you're saying no 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 I'm saying in, in general every human deserves these good feelings right but it doesn't mean you get that just because it should be that way and many people might just be horrible looking and then they go I can't believe no one wants to have sex with me I'm gonna is go this back. controversial I'm gonna go back and stop you at I don't think that all humans deserve those good feelings necessarily. Well, I don't mean I bad don't people, mean but from birth, from the get go. What mean I'm saying like, is, I'm, what I'm saying is like your beauty does not mean you deserve it. But I'm saying everyone, I get why you'd want to have sex. I get why you'd want to have have love and these things. But it is, of course, right. not a, it's not a right that is given to you. And that's almost like incel behavior idea of like I deserve this. Yeah, I understand. So, ladies, you're incels. If you're saying your husband won't have sex with you for six years, you're an incel. Hmm. You heard me right. You lost me a little bit. Well, they're involuntarily celibate. They're involuntarily celibate. If if their husband will not have sex with them, if a woman is like, he won't have sex with me, you are involuntarily celibate. So you are the new incel. I would guess in most most cases Mm -hmm. that a married couple not having sex for half a dozen years is probably a two-person issue. Yeah, it's a mutual respect. (laughs) For oneself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I just uh, take issue with the idea that no one can be unattractive. As someone who's not... I don't think anyone's making that argument. Oh, people do make that argument all the time, is that everyone is beautiful and there is no such thing as an unattractive... It's like, oh, attraction is, is not dictated on your, your desire to be moral. Attraction is actually a primal, kind of disgusting thing. I being honest that. here, being attracted is kind of gross. Well, let's... You see a thing and you go, I want it. The guy, the guy, the guy who shot up the Colorado club. Yeah, let's talk about that. It seems cool. Um, Good pivot. He's really, really. I'm. This is someone who's done something bad. So let's turn the gaze. So you're saying he no longer deserves sex? No, I'm saying that uh, he's also they identify as non-binary. Before we get into this shit, pardon. They are objectively unattractive. Agreed. Again, and they I don't feel wrong in, saying they were covered that. Covered in bruises, also. But that's what I mean. We both don't feel wrong saying that because they're a murderer. But it's insane that's that before I mean. that we wouldn't be allowed to say that's that. That's what I mean. From birth, yes, people, I guess, in a way, deserve and want. The, and those are human. Those are very human common desires. human. Those are that's part of being human. Of yeah. course. Um, or wanting those things is part of being human. You can also make terrible choices throughout your life and be someone who, like, I don't think you deserve those feelings. I think you deserve to to consider what you've done for the rest of your life. Of course, of course. I, I think you, you can, can do things you can do things that make it so you deserve nothing but And that's death. when you need the Lord. That's when you go to God in jail. That's when you but turn it all around. in general, there's this just like massive, like, it's like lying to all selves to say like, well, I, my, no one has fucked me in seven years and that's not fair. It's like, well, it isn't, but also all things aren't fair. Also, if you get cancer, it's not, all things are not fair. This right. world fucking sucks. Don't you understand? Like, this place is horrible. And if you get any love in it, that's great and hold on to it. But you definitely might have been born in a fucking hole in the ground and died within minutes. Like, we're all lucky to be anything. It's actually a show about being grateful. Every day when I wake up. We are grateful boys. I am thankful. That I got out of that hole in the ground before I died. That you crawled out it was of it as an call. infant. It was a close call. You crawled out of it, and I'm proud of you for doing that too. And I'm and I am sorry that I set it up for you to be that way and for you to die. And I killed killed my twin brother in cold soil. Left what else there. should we cover? Me too, or <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's kind of a Thanksgiving has taken over the uh, taken over the the last couple days, I guess. Kind of because we were talking about earlier, everything. 
you get the everything starts shutting down or like yeah. rolling into Thanksgiving and catering to Thanksgiving. No pun intended. Even like, the things that I thought would be open today, I was like, well, it's gonna suck to go to the store today because people will be going nuts thinking they're running out of things and like just right. Lines. It was actually yesterday, and I found that out the same thing. By yeah. being at the store looking for gra- grabbing stuff for today's Thanksgiving. And there's been multiple Thanksgiving and Christmases where I have been at home alone and realized I have no food here, and I always go out to eat, and literally everything's closed. And been like, I'm incredibly hungry on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. well, which is that, ironic. That's also the classic. And we've had enough Thanksgivings and Christmases here just solo. That like, that's kind of where the if you don't prep, that's kind of where the Chinese Chinese food on holidays right, because right. that is always open. But Chinese if you're me open. and you're getting, you want to eat at two a.m. There's nothing. You guys should be really feeling bad for me right now. Yeah, he's having a he's having a tough a tough turkey day. Uh, sick man. Uh what are you doing? I'm going to I'm going to meet a lot of Isabel's family in a few hours. Who? The the audience knows. Oh yeah, audience should know this. Oh yeah, <laughs> Kevin. Ke- Kevin Tatuan texts us like, last night or two nights ago and goes, last "Hey night. guys, I'm going to be in New York for December 8th through 10th." And you're like, "Oh, for Will's wedding?" And he was like, "Haha, what are you He did yeah, Kevin, he-, he just showcased that he's not been listening to us even mm-hmm. though half of a season was about going to his wedding. He's not been listening. Well, he's stopped, he doesn't know you're getting married. He did stop listening, to be fair, around the time we didn't go to his wedding last minute. But well, Yes, but it means that he didn't hear the Sorry episode. Yeah, but I mean, that was even... Uh, it was maybe a couple of weeks after. That was in the title, though. He should have picked up. I think it was, we're, yeah, we're sorry. I think it was a snub, skip the episode. It probably was, but either way, Kevin Tatuan, the man who's, whose wedding we missed... We'll his be wedding, here for your wedding. His wedding was kind of the story of the year on this podcast yeah. for the first half of the year. And like the band story of the year, it will remain relevant. <laughs> Until another great band or great wedding comes along, which Kevin is invited to. And also, I did invite Kevin in the apology episode as I Yeah, but he's not listening, so. So today you're going to visit Iz's family, and you're going to kind of get to see if you actually can stick it out with her because yeah I think this is the last day to cancel you get <laughs> if you get there and they uh, they're not funny enough walk out there's really uh, if they don't make you laugh within 12 seconds I mean the real the real scoop or the way I feel about it is unless I do something horrifically embarrassing let's go over there's it. nothing bad that can like there's no okay would you rather if they walk really, in if they really openly hate me like that would be Surprising and strange, but that wouldn't. I'm probably would only see him sometimes. Would like you that, rather? I've had worse. I've, I've had worse other people sometimes. I okay. In law stuff like that. Would you rather walk in to meet your fiance's family for the first time? The first step you take, diarrhea. You feel it just shoots out. You didn't have a choice. Or and they didn't hear it. You just know a little bit came out. Or or you step in. Same thing happens. First step, very loud fart. Doesn't smell, but very loud. That either everyone notices or you have a chance to get to that bathroom and take care of this. Like, which one would I... Which one do you choose? Diarrhea? Small diarrhea that you could maybe hide? Or loud fart that you cannot hide? But it's not a cleanup scenario. But it's an un... I would, of course, take the cleanup-free scenario. We'd all prefer that. But but it is a scenario in which the first thing... Before you even say hi, it's... It's like an unmistakable hard, yeah. loud fart. It wasn't Definitely the door. It wasn't a floorboard. It was not the shoe. You're on the carpet. There's no possible squeak element. In fact, there's cushioning everywhere. It's shockingly loud for the room. Do you know what I might do? And it would, <laughs> it would, what I might do, it would, it would take a lot of elaborate lying immediately. Mm-hmm. I might act like my friend changed my phone ring again. But and pretend you, okay. to change and pretend to change like it's been a fart like like you or a silly friend has 
Taking but you realize phone. how quickly if they go, oh, okay, is call his phone, and like how quickly they could prove that that's go do it again, and she goes, oh, I'll call your phone immediately. Well, I hope she would. I hope she wouldn't help me be embarrassed in that situation. I hope she would. You would totally force her to help. cover that. You look at her, and you just give her the eyes, like lie with me, and she goes, yeah, Will's fart tone. Will's ring is a fart tone. That's what it's always been. This is what marriage means. You have <laughs> you to have my life. back. You on hold this. my lines. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You're there to hold up the other half of whatever, whatever I make I up say. on the spot. For the rest of my life. You know, biblically speaking, she has to back you up. Well, biblically speaking, She's beholden you might be to right. <laughs> <laughs> she is beholden to your fart lie. I don't think beholden is going to be in the vowels. Just, you are beholden to my lies, darling. I, 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 well, the, uh, the uh, oh, I did find out today, is is told me that um, our wedding party day, the day, like the, the gathering um, is the day of SantaCon. Oh. And people that don't live in New York, I think, are not very familiar with SantaCon. I yeah, was not well, they've seen f- the images. It's when thousands of people dress up as Santa and get shit-faced. Descend on Manhattan. And it's happened for so long that most bars they're banned from. Like, I've worked in many bars, almost all of them. It's, it's a, the, the actual SantaCon convention has to get permission from certain bars. Like it's like in Korea where the military was only allowed to drink on certain streets. Like, you cause so much problems, right, right, right. you're only allowed to come here, SantaCon. That would be like... They're what, fuckers. What if it was like, do, every bar, like, oh, SantaCon's, I'd put the sign up, it's like, do not let this man in. This guy last year was so drunk, it's just a picture of Santa. In every bar, it was just like, oh, yeah. hundreds of Santas trying to get it anywhere. It's like, no, it's, we can't tell if that's you. You're all dressed like Santa. I have a good, confusing story about SantaCon. One time I was working at a bar, and it was a bar that ha- hosted um, a deaf night. Uh, I forget what it was called, but it was like, it wasn't rented out, but it was almost entirely for deaf people. And there was one um, one gal who worked with us, Apple, who uh, she her parents were deaf, so she grew up speaking, and she she was the one person who could communicate how to get these people the drinks they wanted, while all of us could not do anything. So, um, which was fine. We all got used to it. It was fine. Like we figured it out. But one year it coincided with SantaCon, and so SantaCon's not allowed in here. So we say no. But some one of the deaf gentlemen that was coming was dressed as Santa. He was also incredibly drunk. And basically... I you were going to say deaf. He was incredibly drunk. I mean, I assume fully deaf, but yeah. he flicked me off. He, he, he came in and was causing problems and I had to kick him out. And I couldn't explain to them that it's not because he's deaf and it's also not because of SantaCon. It's because he's being a drunk asshole. And I had, for real, I had a bunch of people put their hands on me and, and pull me off. Not off this guy. He came towards me and a bunch of... I think people maybe didn't understand. They thought I was kicking him out because he's a Santa costume. And I was like, no, no, no. This guy has to go because he's drunk as shit and he's causing a problem. But I couldn't say that to them because there's a communication barrier. So there was this long thing of me having to like try to act out. He must go because he's drunk. Not because he's deaf. Not because of SantaCon. But he must go. Eventually he did go. Yeah, it's hard. That was the story. Hope you guys... Well, no, yeah, you can't really... Uh... I, basically, I had to kick a deaf man out of a bar, but it's not because he's deaf. Because well, he was being a piece of shit. Here's the thing: you can be a piece of shit if you're drawn deaf. To, isn't drawn to throw people out all the time. You can be a piece of shit if you have any type of anything, guys. And in fact, I say it's the same ratios. I say it's rare if you're a good person. You got to prove to me you're not a piece of shit. It seems, it seems like you you tabulate and you keep track of people causing problems. Of course, way more than you do of people being polite or whatever. Also, it's more shocking if, like, if I was deaf or had anything that caused my life to be any way harder, I would definitely be an asshole. I'd be mad all the time. I'd be like, 
I would be definitely causing. Do, I would be that guy. I'd be you, causing a lot. Do, but of do problems. you think in that case you should be given a pass, or do you think? Yes, I, I kind of do. I'm like, if your life's harder for some reason, like you don't have to be nice to me. Like the like, pass you did not give this guy is the pass that you would. He's drunk. It's not about that. That's what I mean. It's not about your disability or whatever you want to call it. It's about that you're drunk and flicking me off when you walk in the door. Turn around and walk out. You can't do that. You cannot be a drunk guy at a bar. But you could, if he wasn't drunk, I'd say, then you are allowed rule to flick me Rule number one. That's a new rule here in New York. If he actually, you if he cannot be a drunk to me, If he could have proven to me that he wasn't drunk and was just an asshole and just flicked me off because he just because he wanted to, maybe he could have stayed. But the fact is, he was shit-faced. Happens. And I wonder where he is today. It happens even to the hearing of us. Maybe we'll see him at your wedding party on SantaCon when they roll through the bar. Well, luckily, I think because it's going to be, we're going to be in BK, I think that it's, we're going to totally yeah, steer clear. you'll avoid him. It's going to be a blessing in disguise. It's going to be an early Santa gift. SantaCon is, is terrible. Though. It's great for, it's, it's great bullshit. for, it's great to see footage of like 24 hours later of all the things that people caught on their phones of, of drunk Santa's fighting. Yeah. And stuff like that. That's great to watch. That's kind of the content it gives. It's kind of like Woodstock 99. Yeah. Like, right. Horrible. Events. You don't want to be there for it, but you want to see the footage. Thank you for the footage. Yeah. You know, that's interesting you brought that up because SantaCon is not like a, a, a traditional holiday, but like there's there's the two American holidays. One is you feel guilty because you're not being able to get home because of capitalism mm-hmm. or because you didn't buy gifts because of whatever. Or it's the holiday where you get shit-faced like Cinco de Mayo or like St. Patrick's Day. Like, like it's these two ideas. Either you're supposed to be getting so drunk that you go to jail or you're supposed to be disappointing your family. Or you're supposed to be around your family... And causing fights. Sometimes getting drunk and having po- fights about politics. And stuff yeah, like yeah. That. And about like uh, culture wars and stuff like that. Well, that's it, I think. We solved it. That was episode 75. Let's call our dads and explain what being non-binary is. <laughs>